At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome into the third hour of Live Bet Sunday. It is a selection Sunday. You're on Visa, the sports betting network. It's, it's selection Sunday the. everywhere. Yeah. Not the. The Selection Sunday. Is there another Selection Sunday? I'm unaware of. The Selection Sunday on the Sports Betting Network. <laughs> um, yeah, Too and there's, many and there's multiple Selection Sundays uh, on the same Sunday, though, because, of course, we get the women's bracket set yes, today. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And actually, there are some – that becomes a much more bettable um, experience now that we're in the tournament. Co- yeah. Women's college basketball. Expand. Well, I have a couple of friends, as I'm sure you do, that work in – I've got that two cover, friends. Cover women's basketball. I have oh. one in specific who also likes to bet and also covers – a lot of teams very closely and she'll randomly send me text messages throughout the year, but they're very late to get those lines up on some of the major books. Now that we're in the tournament, you'll see the lines go up posted a lot earlier. You might even see some of the more sharper shops here in town post some women's college basketball numbers. Let's just be honest. And we talk about this with a lot of different games and teams, the less people, the less Mm -hmm. market flow in a specific market, the more opportunity and no one's betting women's college basketball lines. So uh, once I get all my March Madness stuff for the men's side fixed, I'll focus on some women's March Madness stuff too. Yeah, that'll be um, – all those markets are pretty interesting, especially yeah. if you get a little bit of an edge there. Those totals, especially oh. in women's sports, can be uh, – Well, remember the WNBA All-Star yeah, Game total. Uh, That's yep. the one that comes to yep. mind right there is the perfect example. Uh, we're also – so we're keeping track of everything that is happening on the court currently. We had our eyes on this Purdue-Penn State game, but as Purdue and Penn State were distancing themselves from one another, Houston and Memphis were starting to get closer to one another. It is now a 58-50 game. Memphis is up on top, still 9-12 left to go. 
Houston cut this down to as low as, what did I say, six? I think five? Five. Five, right? Yep. 58, 55-50, and then uh, Houston is hit a three, or Memphis is hit a three. Yeah, Memphis going through went through a little bit of a drought and missed nine out of ten shots at one point. So now we have a, a little bit of a sweat going on from a straight-up perspective. Whew. Those who bet uh, Memphis pre-flop are in a very advantageous position, but still, yeah. of course, with nine minutes Not left Not if to it go. goes to overtime. Correct. We That's have seen, uh, the, where dogs go to die. Yes, dogs. Many dogs go to die. Mm. Poor so, dogs. Now, um, all of our attention goes, well, I'd say like 90%. It kind of shifts. Yeah, I feel good about saying Penn State's losing this game. I, I, I don't think they have a That's all about game. covering, though. They could stay in front side that pre flop number seven. They could stay on the right side of it. But I'll be honest, if one thing Purdue has kind of shown me in this tournament, when they get that upper hand, they didn't have it against Rutgers. Yep. They couldn't stop the press, they couldn't figure out the press. They had it yesterday against Ohio State, and it looks like they have that upper hand today every time Penn State's made a run. Yeah, they answered. Uh, that, that's a good example from yesterday. Once, yeah. once they took the edge over Ohio State, they just suffocated them and never really let them get yeah. back into it. And the one run that Ohio State made in the second half was quickly squelched, and we did see one Penn State run here, get it back to 10, but since then it's been mostly Purdue traffic. All right, so let's hit on one more. This isn't really a betting trend per se, uh, but it is a trend of sorts. Three's good. Uh-oh, 11-point game. Um, everybody loves a Cinderella. But the difference is that Cinderella's in the NCAA tournament tend to turn back into pumpkins before everything is all done. Since the NCAA tournament has come into existence, only four teams have won the NCAA tournament, Jared, with odds of 25 to 1 or longer. 1983 NC State was 25 to 1. 85 Villanova squad was 35 to 1. 2011 UConn was 25 to 1. Then, of course, that 2014 team that made that run, UConn again, at 100 to 1. Four teams, 25 to 1 or longer, to win the NCAA tournament. So everybody loves these long shots. Everybody loves betting these things, but cream tends to rise when it comes to the NCAA tournament. Well, there's two things that come to mind when I see this, this trend, the graphic on the screen right now. One, the last one was almost 10 years ago. So it's been a while. And I think that speaks to just how good the top of these, the, you know, the country is mm-hmm. in, in college basketball, where I think in the eighties and nineties, you had dominant teams, but you didn't have as much depth. And I think that's where you now have multiple teams that are, eight, nine, 10, 15 to one kind of hovering in that range that are all capable. Whereas maybe in the eighties, there was really one or two dominant teams. And then if one of those teams happened to get upset, the field just opened up dramatically in this modern age of the tournament. If a one seed loses, it's like, uh, you know, Hydra will cut off one head, two more shall mm-hmm. take its place. There's so many good teams in the country. It's hard to get that far down on the board and find a team that's hundred to one or longer. The second thing, look at the conference. Those, the, the last two play in, it does speak to the profile of certain teams. It takes a certain makeup to be a team that can win six games in six days. UConn had the perfect makeup. There are only a handful of teams in this tournament that have that makeup, and none of them are in the you know, 50, 100 to 1 or longer. So it's, just, it's really hard to find these teams, and it's really hard to, to pick one that's going to make a run, and it's even harder, obviously, the longer to down the board you go. And, and it goes back to something that you and I discussed last weekend, which was – you know, if you're betting some of these like 80, 70 to one, whatever it is, these long shots yeah. to win the NCAA tournament, it, it behooves you to just go the rollover money line parlay. 100%. As opposed to just putting everything in one basket, essentially, and going in on a futures ticket because we talk about generally these bad teams are going to flame out at some point and flame out in spectacular fashion. You could put yourself in a position where, you know, if you get a run out of it, if you get three games out of it, let's say. You, just don't, you can just take your stuff and go home. The money line rollover is the most underutilized tool in all of gambling mm-hmm. because you're afraid 
on the next round, really not the next round, but it's really like the third and fourth round, you, 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 you kind of get happy feet about it. And there's this trigger in our brain that sees the bigger price and the smaller risk. And they don't realize that the math is actually the same. You just have to remove that money from your account once it comes back in. Let's say the first rollover hits. Once that money comes back into your account, you just have to automatically remove it. Like mm -hmm. mentally, people see it, the money come back in their account after the first win, and they get scared to, to, to go back in again. But it's, it's all psychology at this point. But, yes, in terms of value, the money line rollover makes way more sense yeah. on so many different levels. That's all I had for him. That's all of our That's trends. That's great stuff. Listen, I, I think there is trend. I think the trends matter in, in, in this certain case if you find the context. Mm -hmm. Context plus trend equals dollar sign if you want to be corny about it. Yeah. If you want. So here, I got a couple of other things for you, if you actually, if you want them. So, like, going back to the seeding thing that we were talking about, when we're talking about, like, an ATS standpoint, mm -hmm. those four, five, and six seeds are by far uh, the worst. And, in fact, it's interesting. Again, this is since 2010. One through eight, so the higher seeds, uh, of those seeds, it is just the four, the five, and the six that are well under that 50%, that 52.3% mark, we'll call that. And uh, I think to your point, you hit on this pretty well. It's pretty obvious, right? Once you get tighter in terms of some of these um, yeah. matchups. And I think the other part of this, too, is, like, look, odds makers are, you know, sharper than they've ever been. There's a lot of information out there. But at the same time, we call them sharps for a reason because they sharpen these numbers up. So when you get to these four, five, six matchups, you tend to see power five team versus yeah. mid-major team. And maybe that mid-major team is being undervalued in these matchups because yep. they are not being watched as much. The numbers aren't as sharp, but the sharp betters are coming in and going, oh, no, we'll sharpen that up because uh, you guys are undervaluing the Colgates of the world, if you will. And the Colgates of the world do get undervalued a lot. Right. Um, and. You know, we heard Tim Murray come on about an hour ago and say Drake's one of these teams um, that could be an off-the-beaten-path team to make a run to the Swiss team. There is going to be one team that we're not talking about that makes a run. It just it always happens every year. Last year was St. Peter's. Who's going to be that team this year? But the sharp money happens for a reason, and I think you'll see it happen very fast here because they'll be literally lining up, and it's going to be interesting to see them line up. We'll have a very good view of it here from our window. Um, and those numbers will get shaved down pretty quick. And obviously, underdogs will be the first to come off the board. Like, those, those will be the first numbers you'll see move is those mispriced four to eight seed favorites mm. that all of a sudden go from minus four and a half to minus two and a half, like, in a minute, because someone really comes in and wants to hammer that underdog. And again, the shorter underdog prices with the longer seeds are the ones that I pay very close attention to. For example, I remember, I think it was last year, two years ago, it was a 13-4 matchup where the line was like three. Yeah. And, you're, and you're like, well, obviously, this is a really good underdog team. Um, immediately, if the line looks off, it's probably off for a reason. And you shouldn't just automatically bet the side that looks too easy to be true. Like, for example, this is the perfect trend for it, but those home, and I go keep going back to it, I don't love this trend other than the fact that I think it tells a good story of what college basketball is sometimes, those unranked home favorites. You look at the number next to the team's name, they're ranked, they're an underdog. What? This doesn't make any sense. You're going to see this in the NCAA tournament. There's going to be a five or a six seed that mm -hmm. is going to be an underdog to one of these 12 or 13 seeds. I, I, I think it, or an 11 seed. I could see it happening. It happened last year, and if it does, you look to the lower-seeded team that's favored, they tend to be the sharper side. So you seem to resoundingly agree with Tim when he said Drake as the team that could make a little yeah, bit of noise. Can I, I throw I one like at Drake. you that I think you had a bet on yesterday? Mm -hmm. 
Why not Utah State? I totally agree. I, I, a top 20 yeah. team by Ken Palm yeah. rankings. A team that is a, what are they, top 30 offensive efficiency? No, top yeah. 20, excuse me. Uh, they're a great offensive team. They have some experience on this roster. They are littered, their roster is littered with a bunch of juniors on here that have been juniors and seniors that have been with the program. And if you look at what Ryan Odom has done with this team, I think this is a really good club. And, yes, of course, do like, they win the Mountain West? No. But – this is a team that I think has a lot going for them in terms of one that can make some noise if the matchup is correct. I mean, you forget Ryan Oda beat Virginia's. Of course, he would. Yep. So I, I, I would never put anything past Ryan Odom in, in his ability to scheme and to get the best out of his team. Here's why I like Utah State. They play in a conference, historically speaking. There better are than some the outliers. ACC. I'm not going to say that, but that is a fair point. They are better than the ACC. But they play in a conference historically that is full of slow, plotting defenses. San Diego State, Boise State, Wyoming. I mean, these are teams that like the Fresno State. They like to slow down, like to play defense. They're the antithesis of that. And so when you have a team that's had success as an offensive-minded team in a league that favors defense, especially because of their profile, they shoot a lot of threes, they make a lot of threes, it's volatile. They might fall flat on their face because they can't make a three. But if they can make a three, they play in a conference of teams that have the profile of a Final Four team, which is slow, defense, tempo. They aren't that. And they've had success in that league despite being kind of a black sheep. Mm-hmm. That's why I think Utah State has a chance to make a run. Yep. And in a good form, too. They won, yes. what, seven games straight before they lost. To Coming off a bad shooting State. game, too. Yep. And in that game, too, actually after a really good start in that game against San Diego State. And, you know, look, the Aztecs have a, a tendency to kind of wear you down. It's a pretty good team. But they are very good. Team. Utah State's awesome. And uh, some of these analytics sites really like them as well. All right, yeah. we'll come back. I think we got Jimmy Vaccaro waiting in the wings. We'll talk to him about what this election Sunday is going to be like for the guys behind the book. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. 
Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving every game. Betting splits page updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits another way. VEASAN's here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at The man in white has appeared, Jimmy Vaccaro. What's up, man? Well, it's nice to see you guys again. You know, a little surprise for you right now. I brought some friends of mine, some independent producers from out of town who've been friends with us with Armin Kate and the big-time writer, whatever. And this is Andrew and Alan is over there taking pictures. And what, what we're going to do here in the next few days is, like, finally, I think we need to be more uh, pushing more of, like, shows like this, talking about events coming up here live uh, from the from the South Point Indian Gambling Institution. So Andrew is here uh, with his partner. They're going to do some stuff today a little bit, and then uh, with Thursday and Friday, whatever, we're going to do that. So what's your plans, Mr. Independent Producer? What do you think you can do <laughs> yeah. with this stuff? Well, so I think this is why Jimmy makes for a great documentary subject, because I thought I was going to be behind the camera all day today. But, he just so brought he you just, out. Exactly. Said, exactly. Right, you're on TV. Go. Start right. talking. So, no, but we're, we're, we're looking to shoot some tape today, like Jimmy mentioned, but for a documentary series uh, that would really follow the in and out of March Madness next year. Uh, but now, I mean, it's such an interesting time in the world of, of sports betting that I, we're looking to create a series that's credible to the sharp better, but also accessible to, to people who are the casual better and, or maybe have heard about it but ha- haven't placed a bet yet. So so really trying to capture this moment in time, uh, I think, is, is important. Uh, and not to, I don't want to call out specifically any sports betting documentary that has come out, but one of the early and most famous ones was one that kind of what you're hitting on was skewed a little bit toward not square, didn't tell the whole story. We'll put it that way, right? And so, Jimmy, to your point, when you're talking about this, it's not all just people cheering and, and wagering money. It's what you guys are doing behind the scenes mm-hmm. is yeah. the important aspects of it, as opposed to just getting some free dream tickets and throwing down some parlays, right? <laughs> well, you're right, but like, you know, and and the sports book has become a, a great factor in the casinos that have them now, because yeah. obviously, it, it's actually two different ways you look at it from a from a standpoint of people just using the apps, whatever. You know, they're they're it's 
all works because people like to you know, use the phones also. But then there's another side to it. You know, a lot of these places, like with the Michael Gunn who owns, the, owns this facility here, is like, you want people to come in. So you have to learn how to meld both of them. You know, take care of the people with phone accounts, take care of the people here, and these guys will show what it's all about and how it's done. And uh, the popularity, uh, I, I was telling him, it's, it's insane some of the feedback that I get from my little silly little Twitter site when I when we showed the big oh, tickets well, and stuff like that. Cesspool. So, so again, so I'm just, <laughs> these guys, I know what they're going to do. They're going to like look around, whatever, feel what it is, then take everything home when they see actually what the first days are like, you know, come Thursday. And we'll go from there. I put it this way. I think there's a bright future because I still think that the gambling thing is, it's growing and growing and growing, but like it's not doing as strong as I thought it would be. As I, I thought there would be a little different things that come about by it. But you know what? Uh, because of VEASAN, and you guys are everywhere and do a marvelous job, uh, i got to get you off your butt there, JVT. we got to do more. Yeah, more. he doesn't work enough. No, not at all. By the way, Jimmy, you know, you, I don't know if I want to do this. You know you don't follow me on Twitter, man. Oh. We go back like 10 years, dude. He doesn't follow me either. I don't know how to follow him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll give you that excuse. <laughs> so, you know, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, okay. I'll, 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 I'll get you. Yeah. It's the one thing Awkward. I've been looking for. I can, I can die happy if that's the in case. In other words, yeah. did he just like to bully his way on? Yeah, yeah come on, man. We go way back, back to local radio days. I knew him before he was married. He has his kids and everything uh, else. He's a, he's, a, he's a great guy. He's dropping the married bottle right. on you. Yeah. So can I ask you, Jimmy brought up one of the interesting dynamics where Nevada catches itself where there's this tie to brick-and-mortar casinos, right, Jimmy? You need people yeah. to come in, and that's one of the, the, the different rules out here. You go to any of these other states, I cross state border, and I can sign up right away, deposit, and get everything ready. There are casinos that need bodies here. Are you going to explore that dynamic, like the difference out here in Nevada as opposed to online? No, I, I think we really want to look at the, just the state of, of sports betting here in Nevada, okay. in Vegas in particular, because even though it has gone national, this is still the epicenter. And, and so the way you know, different sports books are, are run, I think, is interesting because you know, not all sports books are, applying, are, are, are appealing necessarily to the same type of better. Um, so just kind of uh, getting a survey, if you will, of, of the different sports books in town. Because uh, again, you know, if you're betting, whether you're in Illinois or New Jersey, you're still looking at the lines uh, here at, at Circa or South Point, uh, Westgate. So uh, yeah, I think this is, this is still the capital. I mean, betting's gone nationwide, but Vegas is still still where, where it matters. Well, let's see, a lot of people, they misconstrued this whole thing about, well, if, uh, if national betting would come, you know, nobody from VEASAN would be around because there'd be no, nobody listening, nobody coming here to Las Vegas. It's just the opposite. This is the entertainment and sports betting capital of the world now. And, and the numbers keep going up every week. And like I said, there was a time way back when, when, uh, you know, we might have we had one day of like a party with the March Madness starting yeah. up. Now we got a room upstairs and we're waiting for 2,000 people who called in and want to be part of that. Wow. And then they're here and the kiosks are a new way to do business. So it's quite a different ball game from when Jimmy landed in 1975. Mm -hmm. But I, I cherish the times that I've done it and I've still got, I still got some juice left, guys. Well, you know what it reminds It's It's a lifestyle now more than it is yeah. an industry. Like, I mean, it is an industry, obviously. It's a billion-dollar industry. But the lifestyle nature of it makes it very prone to documentaries and kind of reminds me of, like, all the cooking shows that popped up when that became really popular, like the Chopped and all that stuff. It does seem like there's an off-section of entertainment that's going to kind of evolve as gambling continues to take popular hold here in the country. Yeah, absolutely. I think the food uh, genre is a good comparison yeah. because once people got into Everyone's eating high-end food, Everyone's it's like, well, got an air fryer, what, goes right? into, what goes into that dish and who's the people yeah. behind the kitchen making it? And I think that's the same thing here. It's who, who, are the, who are these odds makers like Jimmy who have been in the business a long time 
now, you know, sports betting's as mainstream as anything. Uh, so, you know, I, like you say, and the time's right for something like this. And, and the other thing is, like, just think about this. If we go back 30 or 40 years, did we ever use the word, this is entertainment also? Mm. Now it's part of every commercial. It's yeah. like, you know, the inter it's, it's betting sports, which you like, but it was an entertainment factor. Like, uh, you know, you could come here with a $100 bill on Thursday and have five parlays going for you, a couple drinks, whatever. Uh, it, it, it's there. And you can see the new people who come because a lot have come to me and said, Jimmy, I want, how do you do this, whatever. So it's still out there. It's mm. still out there. And wait, hopefully, I know it's a pain in the butt, but... It, California will get it. Texas will get it. Yeah. Florida will get it. You just add, give me Texas, and you can have all the rest of them, because I've associated with these guys from Texas a long, long time. So put it this way, young man, both of you, you do a great job. It's just the beginning with this stuff, mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Jimmy, do you, think, do you think at some point Nevada evolves a little bit more when it comes to certain things, like uh, remote deposits, something that I brought up, right? Yeah. So, kind of getting past that, where you have yeah. to come in, give a blood sample, a social security number, right, mm -hmm. and all those sort of things yeah. you got to do to sign up for an app. Little things like that, do you think those start to kind of break mold? Yeah, it will be because uh, Nevada gaming has been good. But, you know, let's put it this way. We were the only state ever to do this. So the, the laws were stringent way back. And there's still a lot better. There's still some things that I see. And who am I to, like, you know, Pass judgment on some of these places, but they don't really tell you nothing. Uh, the rules are need to be sharpened up. That everything that we do, obviously, we do first handedly. But like I'm saying, there's a long way to go. We will be a bigger part of this. Believe me. Trust me on this one. I think uh, Georgia with Atlanta is going to be a next oh, monster, yeah. mm -hmm. absolute monster. And what had happened with them? They went to their legislator and they said, "No, we'll, we'll wait a little bit." But now the word is maybe by November that they'll have changed their mind because uh, and mattress Matt. Why would you want him not bet that money in Texas? He goes to Louisiana and Iowa to make their bet for $2 million on a thing. If he was your guy and he lived in your state, wouldn't you want him to bet his money in your state? The yeah. irony is he doesn't even want it. I was going to say, he's, he's actually he's been on record saying yes, he doesn't want it in Texas. Against Texas, but that's, I think, a little more playing both sides yes, of the market, right? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but it does. It goes back to just the lifestyle brand that gambling is. And there's no greater lifestyle entertainment out, you know, than, than Las Vegas. I mean, this is where mm -hmm. you come when you want to experience all of those things. So the fact that gambling is now baked into our culture nationwide, Absolutely. and then you put Las Vegas in the center of that lifestyle brand, it makes total sense. No, and and I mean, for guys our age, too, you kind of take for granted that sports betting's always been around. Yeah. I mean, it's great talking to Jimmy, and you know, back in the day where there wasn't necessarily that demand initially for sports betting. I mean, So in other words, you couldn't, I, I couldn't have bet heads or tails in 1968 growing up in Trafford. No. <laughs> you still bet. shouldn't bet it now, but yeah, that's neither right. here nor there. You're laying a dollar two on it, right? That's not bad. That's Okay. Well, you had to find somebody, at least put it yeah, that way, huh? Right. They're charging 10 cents for the coin flip these days. That's you got to stay away from that. All right, Jimmy, we appreciate it, man. So what's the rest of your day looking like, huh? With uh, Selection you know Sunday's we'll, coming we'll up. Go, Dave, you know, we'll go hour by hour, see what happens. But the big crush is Thursday morning, which will be, yeah. be incredible. And like I said, get used to these two guys. I think you're going to see a lot more of them. All right. Appreciate right. it. Thank you for having yeah. us. Thank you. Nice appreciate it. All right. Jimmy Carroll. The walk-off. Follow him on Twitter. Yep. You can walk off and this. follow him, too. Right. You know, he just walks off set whenever he's Thanks, done. Guys. He used yeah. to come over here and do it over here, but then he would just walk in front of the camera and do whatever <laughs> he wanted. So I, I do think it is what we're talking about with Jimmy with the fascinating dynamic of Nevada, I, I think being forced to evolve a little bit with what they want to do. And they will. Them. But, again, it, it goes back to the lifestyle. You want to come here to hang out. Gambling yep. needs to be part of that culture, I think. Yeah. I, I it is say. part of the culture yep. already.
nothing worse than hope. How about a 13 to two run? Don't, don't. I'm, I'm watching, but I'm also not trying to get that excited because I know it's just gonna. They're gonna lose by six instead of ten, and then it'll just make me even more upset because I could have bet them today and won money. Well, Penn State betters are a little happier. The 13 to two run has them alive here. They are down by six. The two left to go. It is a game. It is. It is a game. It is a game, and uh, we got uh, free throw time wow. coming up too for Seth Lundy. All right, we'll wow. come back. We'll keep track of what has now evolved into a uh, little bit of a wild game here, maybe, in the Big Ten. Oh, oh you got to miss the free throw. One. Come on. Good. All right, we roll on here on Live Bet Sunday. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. A reminder for all of you, we got a lot going on here at VSIN with, of course, March Madness and the big dance. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber, take advantage of all of it. Everything you need to bet the madness for only 19 bucks. Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, and if you're watching, that bad boy right there, the NCAA tournament betting guide and more. Check it out today. Betting guide, full access, and more. 19 bucks. VSIN.com slash subscribe for details. All right, we are keeping track. What is happening at the end of this game? Uh, all of a sudden, it's become a little froggy when it comes to the number. Purdue was uh, up comfortably, and I would say the result as well. Only a six-point game. 114 left to go in the second half. Well, the number is out there for the taking for Correct. the state betters. So is the result. Um, uh, yes, it is. After two misses at the line here, um, minute to go. Do they need a three? <laughs> right? Right. Like, I, I don't think they do. Quick two. Um, it looks like we're going to get a quick two here. Or, or we're going to get a Penn travel. Um, didn't love that call. I think that probably puts me over the edge in terms of them winning this game. Um, my guess is, yeah, uh-huh. he shuffled yeah. the feet. Yeah. Um, my guess is this game lands literally right on the number. That would be my guess. Yeah. I mean, good for Penn State backers who, for the game, you know, yeah, came I mean, in and it, it could go either number. way. And it's a bad thing for those of you who laid it with Purdue and looked like they were maybe up comfortably. Although, really good for people who bet the first time. That was us, yeah. Oh, we <laughs> forgot to do that. Oh, yeah, that came home during the game. See, we're learning. We're new. We're, we'll get the gun. Where's the gun? The Where's money the gun. money gun? Money Come gun. On. Just shoot it over the camera so we can see it fall onto the ground. Come on. We at least got to celebrate a little bit. We got to keep the spirit of Kelly Bidlin alive. Even I'll be honest, though. The, gone. Now just, we're not dead yet because they just got a, a miss, and if they can hit a three, it's a one-possession game. All right. Retroactive money gun for the first half in Penn State. I think it's got to get a shot up, though. To shoot it. There you go. Even the camera shot. What are you doing? There. Yay. All right. There we go. For Jared. Uh, I'm like not cleaning like this it. up. Didn't look like you didn't like well, it. Well, I'm worried because paper cuts are a thing, and, like, Paper cut on your eye doesn't feel very good, right? I, I, did, I was trying to protect my face. Really? Leaning away. You ever get a paper cut on your face? I mean, I've gotten paper cuts before, but I was not worried about it to the point well, where Well, it wasn't shot would, right in your face. It was, was right rec- in my face. Where I would recoil from the thought of the uh, I wasn't. It was, just le- it was a lean back. It was a lean back. <laughs> but I wasn't expecting Brian to come right up to me. Maybe let's, uh, let's, save the $100, let's save the $100 bill gun for Kelly. Kelly does not recoil when it comes to the uh, Kelly takes the, it right the, in the face. The, he just, uh, he the hundred dollar bills. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just kidding. kidding. It was it's fun. a very this is a very high pro- high production value show, guys. It's very good. It's what we do. Yeah, we celebrate just like the Oscars later, right? Yes, we celebrate wins nearly a full half after they had cashed. That's what we do. We forgot we were into it. Okay, so as we're waiting for a selection Sunday, we're we're kind of going through uh, everything when it comes to the world of sports, or at least trying to keep up with most of it. So I want to hit you with a couple of things as. It does look like Houston is not going to pull this thing out. They're down 10 with a minute 11 left to go. So we're safe there from a result standpoint. 
and uh, Purdue right now again with their lead. We'll see if they can hold on from a cover standpoint, see if they can get it. I want to throw some baseball stuff at you. I think once, you know, once a show we get this because we're sure. getting closer. And I'm a baseball guy. And now that um, I got all this money on my desk here, I'm really feeling good about myself. I tend to. I wanted to ask you about. I got how many teams I got here? I got five teams here. Yeah, let's take a look at these teams. And we're going to go overvalued or undervalued by the betting market for these teams. Because I'm very interested in these, these squads. There's reasons to believe or not believe in them. Let's start with the, uh, the pod squad, the Friars, if you will. San Diego Padres, uh, right now, if we're talking about to win the National League, a plus 475, plus 950. These are odds courtesy of DraftKings to win the World Series. Padres, of course, making a lot of splashes last year when it came to personnel acquisition. And I want to know, do you think this team is being overvalued or undervalued by the betting market when it comes to winning the World Series, winning the National League? Because I tend to see some of this stuff when it comes to their numbers to do every, to do all of these things. And I tend to think that this market maybe has them a little overvalued when it comes to how good they're going to be from a power rating and probability standpoint. I just completely lost because Penn State, it's a one-point game. Did I, what? It's a one point. I stopped looking for like it's two minutes. Sixty-six, sixty-five. With what six wasn't Edie the free throw line? Yeah, what, and then he missed it, and then Penn State hit a quick three, and then they got a steal in a bucket. Get out of here! I swear, this is what happened. <laughs> What's look, happening? Look, look, look at this. Sixty-six, sixty-five. Watch this stupid play that Purdue just made. Yes, uh, I was going to say they're terrible against the press. They're look brutal against the press. Look at that. That's bad. It's a one-point game with seven seconds left. You know what? Now I'm in. That was a foul. That should have been called for a foul. Let's go. And one. 66-65. 6.4 I mean, to I'll go. be honest. This Penn State team is Don't quit. nine live zombie-type approach to the game. So impending, impending fail covering overtime. Well, here, let's just scheme it out. They're in the double bonus. It's going to be an automatic foul. You're going to have five seconds left. Penn State has a timeout left. So, worst case scenario, Penn State down three with five seconds left and one timeout. Yeah. I would, per, I would well, foul if I'm Purdue. I mean, worst case scenario is uh, at the end, like, I don't know if you saw, caught at the end of the Nevada San Jose State game. Oh, where, yeah. Where there's the intentional foul was called. <laughs> well, that, was, let's, let's, that's the worst, worst that's case. The worst, that's worst the death case. case. Yeah. This, and there's no guarantee that they get this in. I think they called a quick foul. Yeah, not yeah. even on the inbound. So, two free throws for who? Is the question. Oh, man, this is great. This is drama at the highest level. It wasn't even two minutes. Stop watching. And it, I think I feel Oh, my safe God, and Houston's leading. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't mess with me there. Um, this is a freshman at the free throw line, by the way. Um, up one with six seconds left. First was good. Man, this is insane. Wow, this is a, this is a great finish. All this, right. this Penn State team has put me on a roller coaster. The last two weeks. You know, the loss to Rutgers up 19 at the half, and then they, they reel off three straight in the regular season to close, and then they obviously beat oh. Illinois. That got them into the tournament. The win yesterday over, over Indiana was just like cut. Oh, Ooh, missed, oh, missed it. it. Oh, they got a chance go. for the win. Shoot a three for the win. The pitch is Time going out. up. Timeout. All right, three-point, <laughs> two-point game, 67-65. Purdue oh. is up by two with 3.3 left to go. MG. Oh, MG. I am going to scream like a like a child if they win this game. Well, you're already kind of getting there with the. Oh my God. I know, <laughs> I know, and we're not, and that was without even them making a shot. Um, I don't even know what to say. I mean, this is this is arguably 
would this be the biggest upset in conference tournament history? Didn't get, I think UConn had one of the years where they were a double digit. I mean, this is a double digit seed in right. the Big Ten. I can't, I know a double digit seed's never won a conference tournament in the Big Ten before. Okay. But I don't know if bigger picture that is also the case. I'll, let me but see if I, can find I, I would say I would say this has to be amongst the Mount Rushmore of upsets in college basketball conference tournament history. If Penn State can pull this one off, Let's see. I mean, okay. Well, this is an old. This is a dated article. But here's the so. question: Do you go for two or three here for Penn State with three seconds left? You go for the win, right? I mean, it's a, yeah. Let's go. What are we doing? It's a big team. And they're a three-point shooting team. Yeah, like, like the only right, I'm, on. I'm, I'm gonna stand here for this. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna get up off my chair, and um, this is uh, I don't even want to go on Twitter because someone probably found saw it first here on Twitter. You know, it's always, we're always on a delay. Um, largest comeback in a win for Penn State. They were down 16 in this game. Yeah. All right, here we go. 3.3 to go. Trying to find your their bit of history here so we can see exactly. So JVT's looking for that. Just so we all know, we did do a March Madness draft. Oh, they just called a timeout. Okay. We did a March Madness draft where one of you has Penn State as your Cinderella team. So can I change that to the Big Ten? <laughs> Cinderella? <laughs> and I win already? <laughs> so that would be wild for um, that to happen. But I mean, you know, just you know, throwing it out there we might hit the next segment. Here we go. This okay. is unbelievable. I mean, this is from four years ago. An eight seed in Michigan beat number one seed Purdue. In the, the eight seed's the lowest seed that's ever yeah. won it because a double-digit seed's never made the final. Yeah. But I don't know if the other conferences have all had a double-digit right. seed win. Not the, not the low majors, the mid, like the high, high major conferences. Right. My guess is because of the way that the tournaments are structured and the amount of teams you have to – it's just – it's impossible almost to do in five days. Right. Well, and that's the thing. We go back to the thing of, you know, playing these, these games in consecutive days. It's kind of hard to – Continuously do the that. fact that they have a shot to win this game. They're, yep, like, like they show all these wins for uh, Penn yeah, State. Yeah, exactly. And two of them in overtime. The, the amount of so I only had bets on two of those games. I did bet the Maryland game and I bet the Northwestern game, the recent one, the one the other night. Um, but I didn't bet Indiana yesterday and Illinois. But I just was too scared. So before we, I mean, we're about to get the final play here. We're focusing on Penn State, rightfully so. Uh, this is this a is terrible end of the season for Purdue. This is why you can't bet Purdue. <laughs> this, this is the exact reason why. Yep, They are incapable of closing out games because yeah. they don't have any true guards. They're all kind of these mid-range guard players. They're not, they don't dribbles have the true one, ball handlers. Dribbles guys. one hand, guys. All right, here we go. Oh, you were running up against it, too. So are we going to get the last play before we, are, we, we go are, to break? We are. We are. We're gonna okay, go. Jared's into this. Here we go. There he is. Cross-court skip pass. You're going to pull. Ooh, what? You fumbled the bag. Oh, wow. That was short. They and, call and a foul? foul? There's a foul. There is a foul on the floor. We'll see exactly. <laughs> Looks like an offensive foul. Is that what we're calling here? No way. There's All right. We'll, we'll clean this up when we come back. We'll see what exactly is happening. I thought they were starting to walk down to the other the other way. This is the benefit of watching without any sound. But a wild end to the oh, Big Ten tournament. Travel. Oh, they call it travel. Okay. All right. All oh, that oh. drama for a freaking travel. Come on. All right, we'll come back, wrap it up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is offering basketball fans a chance at winning big, really, really big. BetMGM March match, uh, March matchups, $10 million perfect bracket challenge is free to play, and it's only at the king of sportsbooks. Pick a perfect bracket, and you'll be the legend that takes home the $10 million grand prize. Fall a little short, player with the most correct picks for the entire tournament wins a guaranteed top prize of $100,000. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. This is BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Washington, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas and Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Contest not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. Can I ask really quickly, or yeah. can, I'm going to point this out really quickly, because we were just talking to Jimmy Vicaro about stuff like this. I'm going to reread you. I know it's an ad read, but I'll reread you this last line. 
Contest not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. That is the one thing where, as I talked, kind of pushed out Jimmy to get to get out of him a little bit more. Nevada's evolution here, it, it is forced by the outside. You know, sometimes you're forced to evolve because of outside forces. And this is one of those things where I would very much think that Nevada at some point, Jared, has to evolve. Totally. The 24 hours before the NFL draft, taking those down when you have a shop like DraftKings that is booking it live. Live. As, as it goes along, right? Which, by the way, is insane. Yep. It's but great. still they do it. And still they do it. Now and the limits are insanely low. They are. And, and like this is not for me saying that, you know, how any one book operates is, you know, perfect or anything. But it's just there is a point where Nevada does have to shift a little bit out of its old ways. And that's why it's kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit. Yeah. Allow remote you sign-ups. And you can remote deposit, but it takes some steps, and you still have to go into a brick-and-mortar to sign up for your account. You should allow it the second you cross state border. You should change a little bit. Add to what you're booking. There are little things here and that are happening. There's some outlets that are out here in Nevada that are tied into some of the bigger online sports books. The changes are happening slowly, but those are the little things that I was kind of pushing Jimmy on in terms of evolution when it comes to the state of Nevada. I'll use a nerdy word for you, inertia, an object at rest wants to stay at rest unless it's forced to move by gravity. Now you are seeing a little more gravity get pumped into the gambling space because, especially here in Las Vegas, I can drive 40 minutes to Arizona, and I have multiple times. I do mm-hmm. it all the time um, to make those wagers that I, I can't make here in Las Vegas. California, maybe not next year, maybe 2025-ish. That's the other state that you would imagine is going to push the envelope for legislation to be on the reformed side. Right now we're still on the very conservative side here in the state of Nevada. Um, and me, personally, coming from New Jersey, yep, I – knew that this would happen. I was warned by you and many others uh, that it was going to be a lot more difficult for me to make wagers out here, which is ironic. Wait, you're moving to Las Vegas and it's going to be harder for you to bet on sports? Absolutely. But I do think it just takes a little more time because there's been so much inertia here in Nevada. They've dominated the market for so long. It's just going to be the slow wheels of justice are, are, are going to turn, but it's just not turning as fast as the universe turns. Do you like my, I am cliche city today. No, you're not laughing at you actually. So I just pulled up ESPN. <laughs> you can, it's totally no, fair. So I just pulled up ESPN so I can get, you know, so I can read off the score again of this, you know, re- re- uh, fantastic game and look at the box score, right? So Penn State ends up losing to Purdue, whatever, 67-65. I'm laughing because of the, uh, the header for ESPN. It's, uh, it's Rutgers card. Paul Mulcahy just in tears, it looks like. And I'm just laughing because I'm like, why would they do this kid dirty like that? It's, it, it's the It's the main picture of him just like, it looks like he's begging for his life almost. It looks like he's on Game of Thrones and his right. head's on the chopping block there. Now, I think Rutgers isn't. We'll find out no. actually over the next hour. They deserve to, start, to be in. Yeah. I think especially after what we just saw from Purdue here. I mean, listen, I don't know what else to say about Penn State. So here, okay, here, actually, there is more, more, there is more to say about Penn State. Okay, fair enough. Because of this run and the way they end it, do I dare say that Penn State is going to be one of the more overvalued teams That's, going into the tournament? Multiple people have just tweeted me this because I tweeted like a hell of a run for Penn State with the, remember the Jeter, I think it was his, his, his nephew with the respect hat. Like I tweeted oh, was that, that his nephew? I thought it was his nephew, right? I think oh, that was his okay. nephew. I, just, I know the clip you're talking about. I didn't realize it was his nephew. Everybody made it out to be some like magical clip. Like, look, he influences no, well, the kids. No, he's sitting right next to his dad. So oh, I'm, okay. assuming, All right. I'm assuming he's part I of I lost a lot of respect for that kid now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's neither here nor there. Um, I had someone tweet me that Penn State's going to be one of the more under, overvalued teams in the tournament. Sadly, that's true. Yeah. But 
we'll see what the matchup is. And we'll see. Who knows? They might get paired up against another team that had a really good run and is overvalued. Like, who knows? We'll Ooh, see. Utah what, State? Yeah, Penn well, State? Like, no, sometimes those matchups match cancel stuff. each other out. Yeah. Um, let's just show. I mean, we got 10 minutes here. Let's just show us this bracket, and then we'll go forward. Because the speculation, it kind of reminds me um, of when we get I mean, to the NFL draft. Like, it's just we have months to really, build this up. I guess the question would be, have they played their way up to being an eight seed? Yes, or I high, think they're you know on the I mean? eight nine. It, like that's going to be one of the questions. I, I, I think that's where I would seed them. That's where I'm seeing them be seated. It looked like they're they've moved up one seed line with each win. They were an eleven, barely in, then the ten, now up to the nine. So your Cinderella pick's going to be an eight seed, huh? Eight or nine? I don't know what my well, well technically yes because we have it here. But like we said, we have the right to reserve. Up oh, there, you go. You're showing it. Anyway. That's what I'm saying. That was um, a segue to what we were going to do. All right, here. fair, fair, fair. Yeah, so. Let's go through each one of these. I don't feel great about Houston, frankly, um, after the Sasser injury. They got spanked today. Creighton, I think, still has upside. Baylor's injury concerns. I was surprised concerns. the way they lost in that Big East tournament. Me too. That was, uh, I, 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 I liked them yesterday, too, and, or two days ago. It just didn't work out. Baylor's got some injury concerns. TCU, Lampkin just left the team. A&M just got their butts kicked, and they can't shoot. So, Dare I say Penn State's my best pick out of these? No, I, I think Houston's still a really good team. I think Baylor's still really good. I think TCU's still really good. I think AM will probably be on the five or six, seven line. Right. So I'll have, and all those other teams are in the top five seeds probably. So I'll have five teams in the top seven seeds, right? And then Penn State will probably be like a nine or a 10. Yeah. And, and so I think my. Mine has a lot of flaws, too. And for those who are just joining us, last week we did our uh, March Madness uh, Futures Draft. where we Was it last so, week or two weeks ago? Yeah, it was last week. It was last week. Uh, wow, every, it feels like a year since Time then. melts together. Yeah, Goodness all, gracious. Uh, and I got to tell you, I don't really feel overtly confident about my picks. Now, Kansas, of course, it, like it was the chalky pick. Uh, well, the injuries for UCLA. Yeah. You know, we'll see if that maybe holds but them you back. got both tickets there in the pack and that's it, here's the thing so I, I think I do I think UCLA overall I went a little chalkier so it kind of helps my, my case here for the most part yeah I think the ones that you're not feeling confident in as we talked about St. Mary's just yeah. got wiped by Gonzaga and maybe because they're so good defensively the first couple of rounds are going to get me through but once they start to take on some of these teams they're going to get them to run and go up and down the floor it's going to be a little uncomfortable for them uh, as you mentioned, Arizona, I think you feel pretty good. Miami yeah. gets dusted by uh, Duke, but still a good offensive team who, by the way, we talked about the improving Duke defense. If you look at this run they've been on, worst individual game defensive rating during this run for Duke, it was Miami. So Miami has some offensive talent, as we know. Very, I would say they're the probably most gifted offensive team yep. in that conference. Yeah. Oh, they're but great. they just defensively don't have the, the and horses. The, and that's what's going to get them, yeah. I think, for the most part. But uh, capable when you have a defense or an offense like that, you're capable of going on some runs. And we'll see 100%. if they can string that through. And then uh, the Cinderella pick was just Pitt, and I, I feel I feel nothing about Pitt. It is apathy when it comes to Pitt. See, that's where I've got the early leg up. My yes. Cinderella pick will be in the tournament, and they will have momentum. Correct. Uh, I, I would think, I feel like Pitt is in. I think we're bubble. talking like last four by. Yeah. Like, they're a bubble team, but they should be comfortably in. I don't think Pitt should be sweating too much, but they definitely will have a camera, and they'll be cheering when their name is called because they're by no means a lock to get in. Yeah, and listen, we talked about it. I remember because now I'm jogging my memory about that specific segment. Um, the ATS numbers for Pitt, that's why I think they should be in. Even yeah. though, again, the the committee doesn't look at that as one of their variables, but us as gamblers, when we talk about teams that are deserving because they are outpacing the market on a night-to-night -night basis, Pitt has to be on that list. Yeah, and it is worth, so bracket matrix out of 83 brackets right now, 
Pitt is in 51 of those 83 oh, wow. as, as an 11 seed. I thought the number would be a little bit I, higher. I'll be but, honest, that – that's a bubble team right yeah. there. That's oh, yeah. basically a coin flip. No, I mean, a, that is a that is a team that is like yeah. I said. They should be cheering, but I would if you're telling me, would you bet yes or no? Pitt is a uh, a March Madness or an NCAA tournament team. I would say yes. I are. agree because they on the last day of the regular season had a chance to win the ACC. Well, and that's the other part about it. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, it the conference isn't great, but if you're playing for a share it's of a still regular ACC. season, yes, it's, it's still North Carolina and Duke and Virginia national champions, Final Four. Put it this way. We're, we're, I think we're struggling to find a team that would be snubbed had they not make it in. I think you can make the argument Pitt would be snubbed if they did not make yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah. Well, also because of the job that they've done and the profile that they've built out of nothing, expectations were very low. And you give Jeff Capel all the credit. All right. My heart's beating. Oh, we I mean, it's we, beating because I'm wait, alive. Wait, wait, but it's 40 seconds, and then we're on the I'm, other side. Let's I'm do it, excited. Baby. We have uh, Selection it. Sunday is about to get started here at about five minutes. The drama's over for everything else. No yep. games, right? We're all done. PGA's done. Scheffler's about to win. So we're going to keep Penn track State's of this done. as these are listed and numbers come out. We'll tell you what those are. And don't forget, our Betting the Bracket show, which starts at 4 o'clock. Those guys will have in-depth breakdowns of all of these games and where these lines move. But we'll give you your first look at these matchups, how they're being set, and what some of these opening numbers will look like here, too. So don't go anywhere as we're about to find out what the brackets look like here in the next hour on Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.